Good evening. This is the continuation of the open hearing of the Northborough Community Preservation Committee. I will read the introduction regarding open meetings and Zoom meetings. This open meeting of the Northborough Community Preservation Committee, which I will refer to as CPC, is being conducted remotely pursuant to Chapter 20 of the Acts of 2021, an act relative to extending certain COVID-19 measures adopted during the state of emergency signed into law June 16, 2021. This meeting will be conducted by a remote participation. No in-person attendance by members of the public will be permitted. In order to mitigate the transmission of COVID-19, the town of Northborough has been advised and directed by the Commonwealth to suspend public gatherings. And as such, the governor's order suspends the requirement of the open meeting law to have all meetings in a publicly accessible location. All members of the Northborough uh, CPC are allowed to and encouraged to participate remotely. This order allows Northborough CPC to meet entirely remotely as long as reasonable public access is afforded so that the public can follow along with the deliberations of the meeting. The public is encouraged to follow along with the posted agenda that was online. Members of the public who wish to view the live stream of the meeting may do so by going to Northborough Remote Meetings on YouTube. Ensuring public access does not ensure public participation unless such participation is required by law. This meeting will in fact allow public comment. And if any members outside of the committee are watching and would like to comment on a particular discussion of an application, uh, please use the raise your hand feature in Zoom and the host will let you in. So welcome all. Um, I want to start by a roll call of members, which is another official task we're supposed to do. When I call your name, please say that you're here. Millie Milton? Here. Leslie Harrison? Here. Jeff Leland? Here. Sean Durkin? Here. Peter Martin? Here. Andy Clark. Here. Andy Dowd. Here. Todd Helwig. Here. I see you finally. And John Campbell is also here. I'm speaking. Okay, did I get everybody? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I did not. Who am I missing? Andy Dow, John Kimball. Thought we had nine. We have nine. Going backwards, me. Mike. Andy Dowd. Okay, Todd, sorry. Todd, I didn't write your name down. Kind of forgot you. All right, we're past that. Welcome all. Thanks for making time to come to another meeting. Um, we're gonna dive right in. So we have um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have nine new applications to consider as well as some recurring business. Um, we have heard presentations from the applicants on the pre, pre, uh, two previous open hearings in January. Um, 
any applicants that are present are, are certainly welcome to participate in the discussion, but I believe we're at the point at the end of last meeting where we are ready to deliberate and make a decision on which applications we want to bring forward and how we're going to pay for it, most importantly. I'm going to uh, share my screen again with the full list of applications uh, and their amounts configured against the available resources and just make sure everybody is clear on that again. Uh, who can share? Andy Dowd is your host. Can you allow sharing? There you go. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, I'm going to minimize it a little. Hopefully, you guys got bigger screens than I do. But what we have, just for review, um, at the top, we have our available resources for making decisions on fiscal 23 CPA recommendations. That includes new revenue of 750,000. This is the estimate by our town accountant of the revenue from the CPA tax surcharge that we'll receive in fiscal 23, which begins in July. So just so you remember, we're making decisions on money we'll spend in fiscal year 2023. In our reserves under the three core amounts, we have $813 in the open space reserve. And that's so low because typically we place our open space reserves in the conservation fund. We'll discuss that later. The affordable housing reserve has 127863 The historical resource reserve has 5821 And the unreserved account, which is essentially those CPA monies that are not designated to one of the three core areas and available to go into any of the three as well as recreation. We have uh, 649,837. Our total resources available are 1,534,334. And under our list of applications, we have the White Cliffs bond payment, which we are in year four of, and that is uh, required for us to make a ruling on each year. We also have the administrative fund. Traditionally, the CPC allocates the maximum 5% allowed by the CPA legislation into our administration fund to be used for things such as appraisals and studies on uh, projects or properties. When we don't spend any of those funds, they go back into the unreserved account. Um, so although we've traditionally done the full 5%, Members can weigh in tonight on whether a lower amount is satisfactory since uh, we're dealing with a higher maximum revenue number this year. Then under the historical category, we have the burial, uh, Brigham Street burial ground renovations, including, including all the tree removal and cleanup. We have the cemetery signs at the newer section, although it's still over 50 years old, of the main Howard Street Cemetery. And we have the uh, shutter restorations of the historical society building on Main Street. Under the recreation category, primarily, we have uh, Assabet Park fencing. This is an addition, an enhancement of the Assabet Park rebuild that is underway that many people can see driving by. And we have the dog park design review. This is uh, the first step in selecting a site and 
layout for the dog park. The next three projects fall under open space and recreation. We have the uh, trail design for the, for the uh, ADA accessible trail at the senior center property. And we have the aqueduct bridge walkway design study, uh, which would be the first step, actually not the first step per se, but the first step uh, here for funding the possible continuation of the trail along the aqueduct. And then finally, we have uh, the conservation fund monies sponsored by the Open Space Committee for putting more money aside for land acquisition and preservation, continuing that effort in town. And finally, under the uh, affordable housing category, we have the senior affordable housing project to create eight new senior affordable housing and some uh, ADA accessible units at the, um, the existing uh, housing property in town and the funds that are uh, going to help pay for that per the application and the new information we heard from those applicants over the last two meetings. So uh, quick math, um, we've got 1,755,000 in requests and 1,534,000 in available resources. The two numbers do not equate. The requests are larger than the resources available. So we have some decisions to make and that's what we're gonna dive right into. Uh, recalling at the last meeting that we went through what our criteria for evaluating applications traditionally has been. Some of it is uh, per the CPA legislation. Is the project eligible in the first place under the guidelines of CPA? Uh, secondly, what is the level of community support? Next, uh, how urgent is the project? Um, is it timely to do it now? Is it affected by other grants or funds availability? Um, and then affordability. Um, how affordable is the price within the resources we have? Uh, how reasonable is it? Um, you know, can we do it all in one year? Does it need to be broken up? Does it need to be postponed? And that re relates back to urgency. Uh, finally, we talked about the fact that we should also keep in mind we have a master plan in Northboro now that's been approved and uh, the master plan implementation committee is underway and uh, they're reviewing the goals of the master plan. And we should consider that too. Uh, because CPA projects are a large component of how we make the master plan work going forward. So where a project has applicability, um, that's definitely a criteria to take into account. Uh, are there any questions from uh, members or anyone else regarding the available resources um, and the projects, project amounts being requested and our criteria? have a hand raised from Lisa Maselli. I'm assuming it is with regard to the information just reviewed. Andy, are you able to accept that? Because with my screen shared, I can't see it. Should be coming in. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, are you Lisa? 
Yes, Lisa Maselli, 13 Maple Street. Thanks for your address. How are you? I'm well and yourself. This is my first time calling in at CPC. We are so honored. <laughs> well, I saw it said public hearing and I said, well, okay, I'm part of the public. Um, What's on your mind? Um, well, in going through the, the fundings that are here, I had a couple of questions and I'm, can I ask about like certain ones? Sure. Okay. Uh, I guess the first one would be that Assabet Park fencing. I think I heard the meeting when it was first came in as a request and the, the discussion said with the amount of money that the CPC had already invested in it, that why wasn't this under a capital improvement project? Is that correct when I remember that? Uh, Lisa, I'm gonna stop you and just say, if you want to discuss the individual applications, yeah. could, you, could you wait until we're discussing that particular one and then come in at that time? I Absolutely. thought that your, uh, your, your hand was in relation to uh, the, the discussion of available funds. And, and uh, if you had a general question, I'd like to handle it now. And otherwise I'd like to wait till each application comes up. No, absolutely. Like I said, this is my first time calling in. So I do apologize for jumping the gun on questions. So um, is that okay? You'll come in later? I will. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So any um, member inputs or questions at this point? And if not, move forward. By the way, CPC members um, just chime in um, with my screen shared. I can only see a few faces. So if you're waving your hand, I might not see it. Um, very good. So I will dive in. Um, I think... We know that I put White Cliffs Bond at the top because um, unless the CPC is backing away from its support of White Cliffs that we sponsored five years ago, we need to fund it per the original town meeting vote. And therefore, uh, I recommend this is a quickie that could be handled with a motion should someone be so inclined. I motion. I motion that we... Uh, fund $185,800 uh, for the White Cliffs bond from new revenue. Second. The motion was Andy Clark and the uh, second, was that Jeff? Yes. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Andy. Was there any questions or comment on the amount of money for the bond? Um, I don't think we're going to take questions on White Cliffs in general. Hearing none, I'm going to uh, have a roll call vote. And this is how we'll do it each time. Call your name. Please give me a yay or nay on the, uh, the uh, proposal to fund the 185.8 for White Cliffs bond. Millie? Yay. Wesley? Yay. Jeff? Yay. Sean. Yay. Peter. Yay. Andy Clark. Yay. Andy Dowd. Yay. Todd Hellig. Yay. John Campbell. Yay. So here's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, when we 
do vote yes, as we just did. I'm gonna put that amount next to it under the appropriate category. And uh, again, if you can still see the screen, um, we've reduced our new revenue availability down at the bottom of that column. And it has also come into the far right column and therefore down at the bottom. So it's reduced our total mm. amount. John, as a, as a general point, can I ask, is there a, a particular criterion or criteria we use to determine whether we draw monies out of new revenue or out of unreserved funds? Uh, I only think we've discussed it in the past prior years that given the way the White Cliffs was voted and that I think the spirit was we'll pay for it each year out of CPA revenue. Mm -hmm. And therefore, uh, I think we had a consensus to do that as a, as a custom. Yeah, I mean, more as a more general proposition, is there, is there a, a way we distinguish between those two pots of money in terms of what projects we would use them on? There really isn't only except that, um, again, traditionally we've considered our unreserved balance to be our reserves available for any category. Um, and in a perfect world, we wouldn't use any of the reserves. You know, we'd keep the reserves right. as the reserves, but we have been a little more amenable to spending them on uh, the larger projects that have come through. So okay. uh, me personally, um, I like the idea of taking it at a new revenue so we know more realistically where we stand. Maybe you were thinking of the converse of that, that, you know, we, we take it out of reserve and we have more new revenue to spread around, but it really is the same pot. Yeah. Okay. That, that's it also, fine. It also gets our historic out of the way. I mean, this, this year, there's plenty of historic uh, spending to go around, but by doing it through new revenue, we're not obligated to do additional spending to meet our historic uh, minimal, minimum spending. You make a Got good it. point, Andy Clark. And so yeah. I'm going to add a silly little, uh, silly little uh, asterisk. Whoops. If I hit the right darn key. And uh, I'll put it next to, uh, actually, it's not the right one. I'll put it above the column when we've met the minimum. And we just did. Good point. Um, so we're moving on. I put the administrative fund second in the list because I want to, we, we kind of left it till the end traditionally in the past, but I want us to know realistically what we've got uh, for all the other projects as we attempt to see if we can do them. And so um, I'm recommending that we have a discussion on the amount and that we vote on it and get it out of the way as well. Um, so I open it up to the members. Uh, do we need a full 5% this year? Um, haven't had to use it in the last couple of years, but we have come to it for studies and appraisals in the past. Any opinion on that? Does any of the uh, separate committee people, for example, open space, you said that there was no uh, eminent or eminent uh, 
project that might need some some study or funding or, or you know architectural survey or something. So that generally is the one of the motivations for maximizing that out, just in case there was some uh, rapid spending that needed to happen on a, on a potential project. Yes, um, there isn't anything current under the open space and land conservation programs that we would need it for. Um, we've actually, for the lower cost appraisals, we've pulled from the conservation fund, which is uh, available to us and to CONCOM for you know, that very purpose. Um, there are no, uh, there are no more studies or consultants pending for open space. Uh, open space plan has been updated. The master plan has been updated. Um, there's no uh, housing or uh, historic or other uh, study that I'm aware of. So the answer is no needs that I see from those sides. And again, what is, what is it 5% of? It's 5% of the new revenue of the new revenue that we, and again, the new revenue is a projection, but it's 5% of the amount that we get from the town accountant as our projected amount for fiscal 23. Okay. That's the maximum allowed by the CPA legislation. It doesn't have to be five, but it's up to five. We know it goes back in the reserves if we don't use it. And so it's, a, it's been a good mechanism. Okay. So did we like have any move. leftover from last year? I know that we did. I don't know the figure. So we don't really know what our average expenditure on that is or sort of our last year or two expenditure has been. Like I don't know the average, but I can tell you from memory, um, we um, we used it for uh, a study, or I think the um, the consultant required for the open space plan, which is obviously attached to CPA, and we justified it that way, and that was I think in excess of twenty thousand. That was a couple of years ago, and that was the biggest chunk that I remember using the ad add account, uh, administrative account for. Typically it's been smaller things, uh, an appraisal or uh, uh, maybe a, a conservation restriction fee, which uh, every time we vote and, and conserve a piece of land, we have to pay for the conservation restriction. Sometimes again, that has come out of conservation fund, which we're putting money into anyway. But I think the average would be less than 10 over the 15 years or so. Uh, less than 10 that we've needed over the 15 years or so of CPA, Andy. So if we thought would if we thought we could take 20K out of that and leave uh, a fund of 17.5, just make easy, easy math, um, or is, is that... I, I don't know. I, I have no, I have no uh, knowledge of the historic, you know, funds that we need. All we fund our, our administrative help, right? That takes normally takes notes and through it, right? Uh, I don't know that to be the case. Maybe maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. 
That's a re relatively small amount. Um, Todd, did you have something? I thought you were speaking a minute ago. I was just going to move that we just use your plug number of 37.5 and get on with it. Got a second? Second. Very well. Good point. Uh, let's just vote it. Um, so there's a motion been made to go ahead and use our traditional 5%. And I, uh, I have a second uh, from, was that Jeff again? Uh, or Andrew. Or Andrew Dowd or Clark? Clark. Uh, very well. Um, then all in favor, Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Aye. Sean? Yay. Peter? Aye. Andy Clark? Aye. Andy Dowd? Aye. Todd? Yes. John Campbell, yes. Very well, it so moved, so so voted. Um, our new revenue is 526 now, our available total 1,311,000. One okay, um, I'm gonna make a suggestion. We don't have to agree, uh, we don't have to vote. I'm gonna make a suggestion that we address the largest project on our list and determine whether we um, want to fund it um, because that leaves us in a position to know what we can do with the others. If there's no disagreement, I'd like to make that suggestion. That would be the senior affordable housing application. Hearing no screaming. Fine with me. Great. Yeah, um, so I'm, gonna review it. I'm gonna review briefly what we know. Uh, quick summary, the um, total project would cost 2 million four. There is state available grants that would take care of a million. And so the original uh, housing authority sponsored application was for 1 million 440, as you see on the line in the sheet and in your paperwork on the application. The uh, North Pearl Affordable Housing Corporation is willing to contribute all of its reserves, all of its resources, that being previous amounts voted at town meeting, held by the town, not yet spent on a housing project, and also uh, monies that NAHC had not had to spend or, uh, you know, um, refund, so to speak, from not needing as much on the last housing project. That's the total in the number 623, 178 and 28 cents. I don't think we need to go through all the different things that we already saw in the application, but that, that, that would reduce the project CPA funding by that amount. Finally, um, at the last meeting, January 27, we had new input from Rick Leaf of the NAHC 
And that was from a conversation with our town administrator, John Kader, that an additional 100,000 from town's free cash could be committed for, for this project to continue to reduce the amount necessary from CPA. I reached out to John today, as a matter of fact, just to confirm that that was an accurate assumption. He gave me a very strong reassurance that we should count on this money in our deliberations. Um, and therefore, we leave it there to bring the uh, net amount needed to 716,821.72 cents. So assuming everybody understands that, um, that is all we need. John, there's, uh, there's, no, there's no supposition or, or expectation of any additional funding coming from the town? 100,000 is, is the number? Correct, there's no more supposition than that. It does not uh, rule out something happening. But our goal tonight is to make judgments on the projects, uh, vote up or down on, on bringing them to town meeting because uh, we're, we're under a timeline to get our Warren articles ready. Mm -hmm. We know that we can amend Warren articles uh, if we need to, and that, that has happened, uh, it might come about. But no, there's been no suggestion of that. So are you looking for a motion? Uh, we could, I, I guess it's just a little premature. I'd like to just open it up to all members to uh, give any feedback, um, give any support or questions. Uh, we have the applicants. I see some of them standing by if there's any need for questions, but they've done an excellent job of presenting both the need for this um, and the fact that we have uh, so much reimbursement starting with the state money plus the already committed, uh, we'll call it our affordable housing reserves. Oh, I forgot to mention that that number of 623 includes the reserve number now at the top of my shared screen, 127,863. Um, so, you know, we're, let's just say the suggestion was made to include that in the end, uh, the CPC would judge to agree with that. But the representatives of housing are telling us Let's put everything we can into this project. So this is for eight units, right? Correct. And and does this these go to our our affordable housing um, criteria minimum? Because we've yeah. already met that, correct? Uh, I think that's true, but it definitely contributes to our affordable housing stock. And I think so these, are, these, these don't really bring us anywhere um, to meet that that criteria. We, we're these are above and beyond what we need to meet for a minimum. I think that's valid. Okay, is there any option to do fewer fewer units? I know there is a demand, but if I understand correctly, are these these are not for necessarily Northborough residents, correct? There's no guarantee that these would be for Northborough residents. And I kind of feel like this is our tax dollars that, that we should be doing this for Northborough residents. Well, I can I chime in on that if you want me to. Absolutely, yeah. Sure. Okay, sure, Lynn, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm Lynn, I'm the director of the Housing Authority. So to answer both of, try to answer both of those questions, Millie, 
Yeah. Um, we had, you know, we had looked into doing less um, units. It's just, obviously when you're doing a project like that, it's just, it's not as cost effective um, to do to do that, you know, it's almost, it's not like it cuts it in half to do four. Right. You're still paying like two thirds of the cost because of a lot of things that you're doing. Um, as far as the, the local, um, half of them are gonna be handicapped and have, you know, I have a need right now in my housing. We currently have, we house a hundred and we have 104 apartments. So basically 104, um, elderly residents plus four that we manage over by um, for the NAHC. So 108. Some of them have couples, but um, a lot of them are only one person. There are people that are living in those units currently that need handicap units. Mm -hmm. um, so that there is. And I also, as far as the waiting list goes, we do go through a state waiting list um, called CHAMP. But in emergencies do come first then local veterans, then veterans, then locals. But I honestly have to say that with elderly, you don't screen so many emergencies. You do with a lot of families because obviously there's more, more families that are in emergency state, you know, in, in shelters and things like that. So when I screen elderly, there aren't a ton of emergencies. So I tend to be able to house, you know, I do get to veterans and I do get to locals, you know, um, we certainly make it, I mean, again, I have to follow the state guidelines. I, I can't guarantee, but I will honestly tell you that we do house a lot of locals and we house a lot of veterans. Um, you know, I wish we could house obviously all of our locals right away, but, um, we definitely, we definitely do get to them. You know, it's not like we, um, we screen through a ton of emergencies in that age group. You know, I, I do more with families. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I just, I guess I just feel like that obviously as a Northboro resident, and I know that many our seniors would like to stay in the town. And yeah. I personally feel that this is a lot of money for our dollars that may or may not actually bring back the residents to their town. I, I That's know, my I, concern. I don't know that they're necessarily directly for residents, but I've known so, uh, a couple of families whose parent was in need and had to move closer and they were able to get housing. So while they technically weren't residents here, they were, they were able to uh, live out their lives in a place that was their family was in Northborough, so they were able to join in there. So even oh, was, if was that not a... necessarily um, from town, they were. I would say their the association that I, the ones that I have known um, were definitely linked to the town, and for people that had had been here for for thirty plus years and things. So I don't. Um, I don't think that it's really, my own personal view is it's not, it's, it's critical. The local content of this thing is really, 
probably predominantly local. And if it isn't, there's some usually some sort of link that brings people into this situation and has that has that connection. So I, um, I don't I don't feel like it's tax dollars going to benefit somebody else. But that's just my personal opinion. And people that I have known who've had their parent, their usually their mother, both of them, their mother has been staying at the place. So through um, affordable housing, though. Specifically, the, the center of town there, yeah. So. Yeah. And it was a very good thing, you know. That's 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 why I'm chiming in. I, I, it was it was very beneficial to both the parent and the the children. Like we're children, we're not. Sure. Children. <laughs> yeah. Millie, to uh, remember when looking at the the numbers, um, let's say the project was for half of that. I don't know that it qualifies for the same level of state aid. So That's in my mind, I keep coming back to that, you know, uh, getting a million bucks of state aid on top of CPA money, which is already state matched um, and, the, and the other resources we're contributing. Um, important to keep that in mind. So, I, you know, there was some thought to the strategy of eight units, not just the fact that that mm -hmm. will barely make a dent in the waiting list, right, Lynn? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, there's, you know, there's so many people on the waiting list, but um, again, we do do, we certainly try to diligently try to help people, um, you know, in town wherever we can. And like Andy was saying, you know, we have a lot of people that basically, you know, they'll have a parent and they just, um, you know, they move them into their own home for a short amount of time and then they're, then they become a local resident because that's their new address. You don't have to be in town any length of time. And then they come up as a local on the list and they get right in. Maybe not Jeff, right, Leland. they get in fairly quickly. I'm sorry, Lynn. Jeff, did you have a question, Jeff Leland? Uh, not a question, just a comment to add to the discussion. Uh, two things, the more units we have, the more, you, the more people local and otherwise we're going to be able to help. Um, I have a lot of elderly clients and families, just like others have said, and I think the more units we have, the better it will be. And then just a second, that these people will become residents of our community, but going forward. So in both regards, it's better to have more units. Uh, and the numbers that you just described, I think just make it even more sense. That's all. John, so, could I add a comment to, to Millie's uh, question? Mm -hmm. Sure, Rick. So basically, um, you're correct, Millie, that right now we're over our 10% affordable housing uh, number that we have to maintain. Um, these units will count on that subsidized housing inventory, so we'll increase the subsidized housing inventory by eight. And by doing that, we then, in effect, offset the next 80 market rate units that we developed in town. So our goal as a housing corporation is over time, to slowly increase the number of affordable units so that as more market rate units are built and our percentage would go down when that happens, we have a little buffer that we're building in to ensure that we stay um, at that 10% level. So every affordable unit that we add offsets 10 market rate units being built. And so from our perspective, putting eight more units into the SHI is just a good hedge against future market rate development in town. I mean, 80 is a lot, though. I mean, that could take a couple of years to bump up against, I would think. Oh, it could. But our opportunities to add units, you know, we've been doing yeah. 
you know, two here, one here, three here, eight is a good sized project, you know, for us. So it just, it just mm -hmm. gives the town added protection. And with those matching funds and um, uh, CPA funds not be available another year as well, or is, is this like a one-time offering or is it? Yeah, the $800,000 from the state is most likely not gonna last through fiscal 23. Okay. Um, there are a few residents with their hands up. Is there any other committee members with, uh, with feedback here? Uh, let me, uh, we have um, Catherine Volk, if you're on, I'm going to, so I click promote to panelists. Is that right, Andy Dad? You can just click allow to talk. Thank you. Uh, this may not this be may Catherine not. on the screen, but. Um... Yes, I'm, I'm Dr. Odegaard <laughs> Volk. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you give us your name and address? The, uh, yes, um, 137 East Main Street, one of the oldest houses in, in, in Northboro. And um, so, my, uh, what I figured out, as I mean, uh, which is obviously, so there's no legal mandate. Uh, and I would wish that the committee would um, reconsider that you are responsible for 15,000 people, not for eight people, taxpayers. Um, so the, my question is, um, if we can, so you said 10%, 80 market units more on the ground, uh, how many years does it need to be? Um, and uh, also in consideration, $1 million seems a present or 800,000, but it's also tax money. And so all, we all pay into it, not to forget it. Um, so um, overall, I would say uh, scrap it and then um, uh, cancel this. But that's my opinion, my personal opinion as a taxpayer. Uh, if it's not legal, uh, mand mandatory uh, to put the eight units in, um, that's it so for the biggest item which we have here on the list thank you well i'll respond to you to say uh you used the word legal a couple times um so let's start with the cpa the town adopted the cpa legislation um and as such we are required to take cpa revenues and apply a minimum of 10 percent to affordable housing every year um Further to that, uh, our committee representing our town, representing all the citizens, as you mentioned, um, tries to take a balanced approach to consider using the monies for all of the key categories, that being um, open space uh, and land conservation and recreation, and that being preservation of our historical resources, and that being also affordable housing. Um, historically, you should know, and, and I do present this at town meeting each year, what our totals have been historically. We have, uh, of all our resources and all our projects, we have spent less on affordable housing compared to the other two key categories. Uh, we've spent, round numbers, we've spent about 40% on uh, open space preservation and about 40% on historical resource preservation and something closer to 20% on affordable housing so far, historically. 
So uh, we're addressing a need both from the CPA perspective and then furthermore, um, we're addressing what is identified as a key component of the town's master plan. And that is to incorporate reasonably as much affordable housing as we can and to recognize that our senior population is, is growing and has needs. So uh, the project meets those criteria quite well. And although you're right, it's all tax money. Uh, if you're gonna spend tax money, if it's gonna spend my money, I'd love to get 50% um, or more on the dollar, which when we add up that the state matched our CPA money by more than 30% and the state is matching this project by, what is it, like 40%? You know, we are paying half thereabouts and getting matched from others. Yes, you, your money went to the state and comes back out, but better than it going to some other town, isn't it, sir? Yeah. Okay. Very well. Um, I have another hand raised and I'm going to allow Lisa to talk. Lisa Maselli, you're back. Thank you very much. Lisa Maselli, 13 Maple Street. I'm just trying to get a little understanding of some of this because it's you're all doing a great job. Um, I was just wondering, the state matches or the 40% or whatever it is, when state aid does come in, come into this. Is that what requires the lottery that goes to the entire state for the population to come before um, these housing units to be able to come into them? So it's, it's like a, you know, well, I would assume that anytime you have grant money, although is this not considered grant money if the state gives you money toward um, the CPC funds, the matching amounts? Can I, ask, can I ask the uh, affordable, uh, Housing Authority Director Lynn to comment? Because you lost me, Lisa, but I don't think you lost her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, um, the, the Housing Authority that we're referring to is um, it's state-aided public housing. So um, we're governed by DHCD, Department of Housing and Community Development. The, we're not a lottery. People fill out applications and then they're there's income guidelines and people are taken in if they if they meet the income guidelines and their rents based upon a certain percent of their income. This um, this particular money, this eight hundred thousand that we're getting from the state, is money that they have available to build specifically new housing. They will mm -hmm. give us so much money per unit. Um, so there's a, an application that me that the housing authority can put in um, with support of other sources, which we're, which is why we're getting uh, the money, trying to get the money from the CPC in combination with the money we can get from the state so that we have enough to build these units. To add to our current portfolio that we already have at the housing authority, this will be additional units. Okay, so it's basically just people from the town filing applications for the units that need them and they have to follow the criteria to be yes. able to be considered. Correct. So, and if I remember correctly, four of those units were gonna to go to ADA um, needed uh, needs for people yes, with- Yes, handicapped accessible. Okay, and then the other four are either age-related or, or veterans? 
Um, there, you have to be over 60 years old, 60 or older is the elderly mm -hmm. requirement. And then there's income guidelines um, that people have to meet to be able to get in that make it affordable. Okay. And, and as you say, because you had just said earlier about, you know, the, the um, whether it's age first, whether it's a veteran first, whether it's ADA first, you have a you kind of a, a system that those people who apply. Correct. Um, There's preferences and priorities. Um, uh -huh. ADA is just somebody that, that's handicapped accessible. That's obviously a specific kind of unit. And then when people fill out an application um, and they're age eligible, again, mm -hmm. this like emergencies first, um, and then it's veterans, and then it's locals. And, and then what is out of town after that. Okay, so what would what is an emergency? What 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 constitutes an emergency? Uh, loss of home, no fault of their own. Okay, all right. And um, and would it be considered? How much more is it to build all eight to be handicapped accessible? Because as um, people age, we don't have the space to. We don't have the space to make eight ground level apartments. Okay, which is why we would um you know, have a second story with, um, with, you know, regular, regular apartments. Okay. All right. Great. That's, 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 you've answered my questions and I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank, thank, thank you for you. participating, Lisa. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lynn and Rick, thanks for your support as always. Um, any other Input by members. John, can you put your uh, your spreadsheet back up? Yes, sir. Is it up? Yes. Yes. Would like to put forth a motion. I I move that we. Um, Allocate $716,821.72 from, well, we don't, we, have, we don't even have that, from half from new revenue and half from unreserved. I wasn't going to stop you when you got stuck in the math there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the bottom line there, so I couldn't see that. Are, so much up, looking back up. I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> For the for the construction of affordable housing. Okay, uh, Andy, um, could you? Um, we just need to shrink that just a little bit. Get your calculator out, um, or or right. round it off. But uh, I got it. We, the um, we would need to. Your motion would need to include two sources. Um, actually, your motion is going to need to include. Yep. At least, uh, at least two sources of revenue. Uh, reminder: We have new revenue. We have the. I guess I should. Yeah, I, I. I guess the right way to do this, guys, is. I'm sorry. The spreadsheet can sometimes confuse. The affordable the, housing reserve number, is in the. Um, I can. It's in the NAHC contribution number. You know, so we have to. We've got to include it in a motion and ultimately in a warrant. Um, and um, I just so want to put that out. First component, right? Yeah, oh, it's a so, good, way, good way of putting it. So do I, I have to include 
does the motion for basically one one three four zero one million three hundred three hundred and forty thousand? No, your motion uh, because we've established that. CPA money would only be needed in the amount of a 716821.72 cents. So I want to I want to withdraw my motion. Um, and may I, I interrupt for a quick second? May I ask a quick question? So first, I'm sorry. That's relevant. Uh, doesn't don't we have to take the um, those numbers? Assume we're using the portable housing reserve, right? So don't we have to use the 127863 from the right reserve? That's what we were just mentioning. Oh. That uh, oh okay, I got I got my math going now. Your motion should in include, uh, well, it does not need to, to include that reserve, but the, the reserve, it is assumed we would include the reserve in the net number. And I apologize, I should have just put that All in a separate right, line. That takes so, it down to 588-858-72. No, but you wanna, you, you're gonna have to do, I was saying the motion would include half from new revenue, are half from unreserved, the, the total sum of the uh, housing reserve, and then the remainder, which is $230,547.86 from new revenue. Does that make sense? Well, let me just review again. So and, um, it would be because $38,410.86 um, from unreserved, Two hundred and thirty thousand five hundred and forty-seven dollars and eighty-six cents from new revenue, and one hundred and twenty-seven thousand eight hundred and sixty-three from housing reserve. Right. Okay. Yeah, Andy, you split right? the remainder, right? Yep. Yes. Andy, I'm going to assume you did that right, but I'm going to test you. <laughs> uh, um, over here in. Uh, this sub column, I'm going to uh, write in what you just said. So I put first, I put the affordable housing reserve number. What was your second number? Um, the second number was from uh, new revenue, $230,547.86. Mm, that's not and what I got. What was your, yeah, let's go ahead. We'll check the math this way. What was and your then, third number? And then from uh new revenue or it doesn't matter uh new rev was, was no. that from new revenue as i said yeah you just then, said new yeah and then from unreserved three hundred and fifty eight thousand four hundred and ten dollars and eighty six cents I, I apologize one more time please three hundred and fifty eight thousand four hundred and ten dollars and eighty six cents you got an extra eight in there john Sorry, my eight key doesn't work well. <laughs> Thank God, the old, Leslie. The old, the old blame the keyboard trick, huh? <laughs> yeah. well, it's valid. I've been making a lot of extra eights lately. John, I'm not a math. Am I still online, John? Yep. Yes, Rick. I'm not a math major. I just want to make sure that that 127.863 isn't getting double counted. It's I not brought this up at the last meeting. It's built into the 623. 17828. Yes, sir. So it seemed to me that the if this is going to be funded, parts got to come from new and parts got to come from unreserved. Right. Yes, sir. AH reserve is already in the 623 17828. 
Yes, sir. Rick, reducing the I, amount needed to 716. Rick, could uh, I ask you to bear with us, Rick, and just be patient for a minute? I know you're you're an accountant, so it's probably driving you crazy. <laughs> I'm an accountant. I just want to make sure you guys don't spend oh, money yeah. you don't I, have. I was not aware that that's already committed in the uh, NAHC fund request. So then in a so that's not- you did it right. You, you did it right, Andy Clark. Um, so it, yes, it's already in there, and we spoke earlier about the fact that since uh, the NEHC and the Housing Authority and and our rep Andy Dowd all support using the reserve, we we're assuming that we're going to use it. So now you've added the numbers right in your motion. The motion is to spend one twenty seven eight sixty three from. No, reserve. I haven't added the numbers right because. I'm including that in the 716, but it's already, the unreserved is already included in the NAHC fund. So we would have to, uh, we're gonna have to make a separate motion, I think, to move NH uh, or have that in addition to the 716. Uh, If we have to move it out of here, if we have to move it out of, Reserve no. uh, how affordable housing. No, Andy, Andy, Andy Clark. Um, the, the money is not in NAHC's pocket. It is in our reserve. So your motion is valid to say that you you're 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 um, proposing to fund the project. The the net dollar amount seven hundred sixteen thousand from affordable housing reserve, from new revenue, and from unreserved. That's all correct. Uh, when we put the numbers in the sheet. I think everyone will see we're not double counting it. Um, we do need a separate vote with regard to agreeing to move to uh, to use NEHC funds that are held by the town. And it was agreed that CPC would always approve those. Rick spoke to that and the application speaks to that. It's buried in that seven, that 623 number. We can address that separately if this vote was approved. So I believe your motion is correct. I second that. I will Rick, second the motion. Rick, back me up here. Am I am I am, am I wrong? Because I I thought the seven hundred and sixteen is already derived from money that is included in this uh, the reserve fund that's included in the six twenty three that we're subtracting from the total. Is that correct? Well, yeah, so the way we but... came up with a 623-178, if you look at the application that we submitted, there's a math, there's math that adds up to the 623-178. And two of the items that add up to the 623-178 are the 2021 and 2020 town meeting 10% um, that have not been spent yet. So when I talked to the town accountant to come up with how much money is sitting around in unspent, an unspent affordable housing money. Two of the components he gave me were the unspent 10 percent from 2020 and 21 town meeting, and that's what that 127.863 is. That's the sum of the two 10 percent that weren't used for anything from the two prior town meetings. So if you look at the application we submitted, you'll see that that 127.863 is in that total of 623.178. And not being an accountant, I still am not completely clear on whether we're double counting or not by, by saying that to satisfy this, re, this request for 716, 
we can use that 127 that's above in John's spreadsheet if it's already built in to the 623 on the left. Right. We're going my to- senses, um, My, my nice. sense is that, that all the money that's not gonna come out of new has gotta come out of unreserved. Rick. To make the 716 work. Mr. Rickley, with all due respect, I, I, I understand, we, we have heard the description. I know you're trying to make sure it's clear. When we enter the numbers um, from each category, if it was approved, I think we can double check the, the columns and you can make sure we've accounted for it. If we take it out of the affordable housing column, it comes out of that reserve and it comes out of our, our total. So I think we're going to be okay. I just have to put it in the appropriate way. All right. the, the, um, the number that says net affordable housing, um, that's not coming out of any column just yet. It's just a a place to put the math to come come up with a 716. So um, if it's it, it, what we're, you and the, um, well, let me put it a different way. The housing authority application and the NAHC support letter have created a request that's 716,000. Yep. You could have, you, you could rewrite your application, but we don't have time. So, um, I believe we've understood the presentation of the numbers and I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Okay. And I think that the motion is accurate in that you're, uh, you committed the reserve in your presentation. So we know we got to use the affordable housing reserve and you've committed the NAHC funds, uh, those not yet in your hands and those that you did not need to use from past projects. So, uh, I thought that was pretty well presented. And so I, I didn't think we needed to go back through what's in that number. I'm fine. Okay, good. Not trying to cut you off, just trying to move it ahead. All right, so- we'll, I'll reiterate my second to the motion. Yes, sir, I got you down for it, Andy Dowd. Yep. And Andy Clark made the motion and it has those three components affordable new revenue and reserves. So hearing no other comment, um, I don't think I've got any requests for question. I will ask for a vote. All in favor, Millie. Aye. Leslie. Aye. Jeff. Aye. Sean. Aye. Peter. Aye. Andy Clark. Yes. Andy Dowd. Aye. Todd. Yes. And me, John, yes. We did it. All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna put stuff in. <laughs> See if you're happy with the way I did it. I'm not an accountant for a living. I just do a lot of spreadsheets. And I type too many eights. So you can copy, you can cut and paste from above, you know. Thank you. <laughs> um I've got a We'll have to cut and paste right here. 
No, we don't. I did it wrong. Okay, so um, by entering in that column, scrolling down or making it smaller, the yep. affordable housing reserves is zero. Uh, the amount from affordable reserve comes over here in the negative column because this is subtractions mm -hmm. and our, our uh, total available shrunk. Uh, next, I put in the, uh, I got to make it bigger because I can't see it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> then under the uh, new revenue column, we need uh, 235.47.86. Not a fan of cut and paste, huh? <laughs> no, I just want to make sure everybody is thinking it's above board, Leslie. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, finally, we need from new from uh, reserves three fifty eight four ten eighty six. Over here, you see we have the seven sixteen eight twenty one seventy two accounted for. It ties up. It has reduced our total. Available to 594. Uh, it's reduced our new revenue is over here to 296. Okay. Um, thank you, everyone. I think that we absolutely did the right thing. I just want to say thank you, everyone, for your support. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And I also would like to say thank you. The Housing Corporation also expresses its uh, its thanks to the CPC for this. Uh, we really appreciate your support on this guy. Yeah, you guys you guys worked really hard on it. Um, mm -hmm. Going to the bank for every everything you could borrow was awesome. Um, so that that really helped a lot. Thank you very much again from the Housing Authority. You're welcome. So, uh, in terms of what the CPC can can do for you with any. Uh, documentation and so on, Lynn, for your application, just please uh, reach out to, uh, well, Andy Dowd can connect you to the town staff. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody okay with moving on? Try to get, get us to nine o'clock? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Okay, reminder, there's a 594 total available in reserves and new revenue. Uh, I take it back, there's also a historical reserve, 5821, and an open space reserve of 813 bucks. That'll, that'll buy us a plank of wood for a trail bridge or something. Um, okay, now I'm gonna go back to the uh, original list. Uh, I'll recommend we go to the Brigham Street Burial Ground project. Uh, it was well presented at the previous two meetings by uh, historical representatives and our, uh, our DPW director, Scott Charpentier. Uh, any questions from members regarding this application? Um, was this one that they said couldn't be split up into two different 
sections, one tree cutting and one maybe the fencing? My recollection was that um, the, the tree cutting and cleanup was the, the majority of it. And that was part of the urgency of the project to get those trees cleaned down and make it safe. Millie's question specifically was never discussed. It was never requested to break it up. So that was, that never came up. My, well, my I, recollection. So that, that's correct, up. Leslie. Okay, thanks, Scott. Three, but go ahead. So the, um, <clears throat> that's correct. We never discussed breaking up the project. The urgent component of the project is the uh, tree removal. Obviously there's a lot of uh, standing dead there. Um, and beyond that would, you know, the fence obviously is, there's no, uh, necessary urgency associated with the, uh, the fence, primarily the trees. So most of the cost was with the trees then? The fence represented 65,000 out of the uh, total, total project. So, you know, less half. Than half. Half, okay. Yep. I will make a pitch for the cemetery, which is that this was a garbage dump for years. These are our oldest graves and they were, it was literally a garbage dump for hundred to, I mean, I don't, you know, for a long, long, long time and it was discovered and it's been cleaned up. And I think it really deserves to be made into a full-fledged cemetery. And I think the fence along that will seal the deal on that. So I, I would advocate for doing it completely completely objectively from the historic district commission but doing your job any other member comments i tend to agree with leslie on this i think it, it seems like an, an integrated project that uh if we're going to do it let's do it right and uh fund the whole thing Well, very well. Any other comments? Uh, or does anyone endeavor a motion? I don't know the amounts. It is under. I, I move that we uh, approve $137,500 from, I don't know which word needs to come from, though. Is this from new without seeing it? Uh, Leslie, the sheet, screen is shared again. And okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. From from new. There's a, there's a historical reserve of eight five thousand eight twenty one, and there is uh, new revenue, and there is unreserved. Um, do do we typically dip into the reserves? Do we, we you know, typically spend those down immediately, or do we hang on to them? Typically do, and we just did. Well, that we did because that was trying to make a very big project work. So I just wasn't sure if we typically. Always do it, but okay. So I make a motion. I'm going to need John to put them. Can you just do the numbers on there, and then we'll have the numbers. So yes, if we do five five thousand eight hundred twenty one from the reserve. Thank you. And uh, oh, so it doesn't you, subtract for me. Math for you. That's one hundred thirty one thousand six hundred seventy nine. Thank you. It's going to make it easy on us. 131,679. Oh, you did a negative. That's why. Gotcha. It's the negative in front of the 
the 137. Oh, I know, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Don't you love backseat drivers? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody did the math again. Just give me the number. 131,679. Thank you, sir. So that does add Perfect. up to 137.5. So your motion, just to clarify, is. I move that we approve the Brigham Street Burial Ground Project at 137,500. 5,821 from the historic reserve and the balance of 131,679 from new revenue. Second. I'll second that motion. Uh, was that Sean for the second? It was Peter. Peter, sorry. Steve McQueen. Yeah, better known as. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Peter. Any further discussion? Any any issue with? Uh, I mean, we, we're 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 pulling from reserve and new revenue, so I don't think it matters that much as long as we account for the um, individual reserves, which Leslie has done. Hearing no comment, I'll ask for a vote. Mm -hmm. Millie, aye. Leslie. Aye. Jeff. Yes. Sean. Aye. Peter. Aye. Andy Clark. Yes. Uh, Andy Dowd. Aye. Todd. Yes. And me, yes. It is so done. Thank you on behalf of the Historic District Commission. Very good. Uh, you're going to have to look for help again on the next one. This is the uh, Kaiser Cemetery signs. And again, this is uh, adding signage to designate, enhancing the newer section, although still over 50 years old, of the main cemetery. Uh, and as I understand it, the signage will be similar to what, we're, uh, what we've done at the um, Howard Street Cemetery and at Brigham Street Burial Ground. Any discussion? Yes, that is, of, of that the is true. Um, John, I would like to abstain from this vote because the historic, the historic uh, people have purchased signs from us before, so I don't think it's proper for me to vote on this project. Understood. Thank you for bringing that up, John. You had mentioned earlier some criterion having to do with urgency. Um, I don't see this as an urgent need, so I would, yeah, I would suggest fine. that we at least put this over for another year. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, except it's such a small amount. So I guess because it's a drop in the bucket of the overall budget. So I agree with it in theory, but I guess in financial terms, I'm not sure it. Warrants waiting. That's just yeah, well. another perspective. Leslie, um, you're on historic commission. Uh, Millie as well, too, right? Yep. Um, I believe we asked Norm from the commission uh, what the what the priority was. Uh, what was your number one? And I believe it was Brigham Street Burial Ground. Is that correct? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, now, it's a safety issue. I mean, just, you know. even, even though the Historical Society building people propose their application separately, 
it's uh, very much under historical resource category. So I don't remember that anyone answered in that regard of ranking Brigham Street, Historical Society Shutter Restoration and Kaiser Cemetery signs. But would either of you want to comment now whether you'd rank them one, two, three? I would personally rank the shutters over the signs. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Millie, how do you feel about that? I agree. Millie agrees, okay. Yep. Um, being fair to the criteria, um, we've approved signage before at the cemeteries as, uh, as restorations. So we call them eligible. Um, community support comes in the, in the form of letters of support from the commission. But uh, I think it's fair to say uh, these signs are, you know, not the number one thing, thing people might be thinking about. So it's fair to think about passing it. Um, urgency May I make is one more comment? May I make one more comment about the, I'm sorry to interrupt, John. Uh, comment about the urgency of the signs? You may, Leslie. They'll never be urgent. Fair enough. This, this uh, we year we, we have more requests than we have funds. So we need to trim them. Okay. Uh, and one of our last criteria was affordability. It is a low, a low amount, as Leslie mentioned. Um, and, you know, we try to get consensus here. Uh, can any other members weigh in on whether it's a good idea, you know, makes sense to pass over versus? I have a question. If I have a question, if, if Scott's still available, is, is this similar to street signage where the DPW may have something in their budget for, for that type of signage as opposed to historical need? We have, excuse me, uh, through the chair, we have budget for um, sign replacement and sign installations yes. at DPW. Uh, we will not spend $5,200 on a decorative sign at Kaiser Cemetery. It will be a conventional you know, aluminum sign that's reflectorized just like any traffic sign. Um, our entire budget is like $2,000 on signs. So. And there, are, there already is one of those signs at Kaiser, right? Uh, there's one on the, um, I believe it's mounted to the to the uh, post. The, on Whitney um, Street, the, I think one, yeah. The stone on the Whitney Street side, yes. Right. Thank you. But you can't tell it's a cemetery. It just says Kaiser or something. There's no indication from Whitney Street that, that there's this. I knew, I mean, I lived here for 15 years and I had no idea that that was a cemetery. Maybe longer. John, I'll just add in addition to the um, affordability um, of the project, um, I think just out of respect for those who are buried there and those that go to visit them, um, I think it's a great project. And because it is so affordable, I think we should go ahead and do it this year. Jeff? I would, I would support the signs, but I'm, I'm also in favor of passing over the uh, shutters. So I'm not sure if the historical people want to hear from me. <laughs> Valid points both. Um, I guess we've heard from, I don't know, six or so of us, two or three that could, could see passing over it. Um, maybe uh, just as many that want to support it. Um, uh, me, uh, I think it's affordable. Yes, um, it, it's a pretty small dent in the bucket if you pass over it. 
So I don't know that it really, I don't know that it really uh, affects us in, in a significant way. If it was 50,000, different story. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think looking down the list, uh, we're going to have uh, a, a bigger opportunity to uh, to cut our needs in the in the conservation fund, uh, and that mm-hmm. I think we'll, we'll get to it when we come up. But uh, it was discussed before, and uh, Open Space Committee is is supporting uh, either a lower amount or a or a pass by this year, as as it may be. So mm-hmm. um, I'm probably tending to to be in favor of of supporting it, uh, given its low number. It certainly does not have much urgency, but. So um, we're at a point where someone can make a motion to approve it and we can vote it up or down. What was the amount on that, John? I'm sorry, I don't have it right in front of me. It's okay. It's uh, 5,124. I make a motion to approve the Kaiser Cemetery sign for $5,124 out of uh, new revenue? Second. That was Leslie, right? Yes. Okay. Any other comment? Hearing none, uh, I'll call for a vote. Millie. Aye. Leslie. Aye. Jeff. Yes. Sean. Yes. Peter. No. Andy Clark is abstaining. Andy Dowd. Yes. Todd. No. And John, I'll vote yes. Uh, We are six to two in favor. Um, I forgot, did your motion say where it was coming from, Millie? I did. New new reserves or new new revenue new revenues. Thank you. Very well. Moving on, we're at the historical building shutters project. Right. Um, are we in danger of not having enough revenue in new revenue to hit our other two things, other two categories? Well, we have- uh, We've only done historic so far. Now we've done affordable- Oh, we historic and housing. That's right, yep. Okay. So we can't take any more out of, so the other ones are just- Correct. So yeah, we got, we, we need to satisfy open space rec at some point. Yeah, so you can't take any more money out of for for any other thing besides the other two categories. Uh, we can do whatever we want. We've met the the minimum. I, I'm not sure of the question, Andy. You have to. You have. Um, you you have um, open space. Oh, I guess we only have uh, one more category to go. I'm sorry. No problem. 
And then if you had 75, that's a, and we had two categories to, to, mm -hmm. to uh, think we have to be 150. We only have 159. So. Okay. I tell you what, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to call an audible. Um, let's jump to the, well, now I'm going to reverse course. <laughs> um, Look at him go. Here's what I'm doing. See Leslie. I cut and pasted Leslie. Did you see him do it? Chicken butt. Loving it. <laughs> so the remaining projects uh, come up to uh, 672. And we have uh, we have 451 in uh, new revenue and reserves remaining at our discretion. So, uh, yeah, something something will have to go. Um, you want to talk about the conservation fund thing first, so we can maybe clear the decks. Sure, we should. That's, yeah, I like that's that idea. Where, that's where I was heading. Um, yeah. So again, just to reiterate, uh, the Open Space Committee met last night and discussed this very subject in relation to the other two open space rec program. Well, not all of the recs, but uh, the other two open space trails projects, that being the senior trail design, 28,500, and the aqueduct walkway design, 133,658. And it was agreed that uh, those two remain by far the top priority. Uh, we recognize that the conservation already fund already has a sizable balance. I updated it to 766 on this sheet. That's the number I got from uh, town accountant. And that includes 400,000 that we did put into it in the last town meeting. And so the committee agreed that given the large slate of projects and, and most of them very worthy uh, and, and uh, higher urgency that we would agree that we could live with either a much lower amount approved for conservation fund or uh, passing by it this year. And so if we were to make that zero, uh, we have $272,000 in projects remaining and uh, 159 in new revenue, 813 in a reserve and total of 451, I'm sorry, 291 in unreserved reserves. So we can make the other projects happen should we so choose. Um, the committee has tried to be conservative in keeping a reserve. Um, we are digging into it. We did last year, uh, a couple of years ago too, for big projects that came up also for the uh, Assabet Park. Um, and I think we're, we're digging into it this year, primarily because of the large senior housing project that we all agreed was worthwhile. So I don't think we have to uh, be too scared of, of uh, taking out more from our reserves. We know that we're getting, uh, I think it's almost 30,000 in additional CPA revenue that's not accounted for, that'll go to the reserves. That was a late ad by the state. And uh, we know that, as we said before, we conservatively estimate the town revenues and typically it overshoots by at least a hundred thousand. So that will be, those will go into our reserves uh, 
even if we brought it to zero, which I'm not necessarily suggesting that we do, but that's just some background. Hmm. I would also though put out uh, that and Todd will, you know, in his discussion that White Cliffs is still, you know, looming out there, you know, that someday money is going to have to be spent on that. And, you know, whether we, we have a million or half a million or in, in unreserved, is it going to make, a, is, it going to, is anything going to be enough when the time comes to, to pull, the, pull that? But the, um, the very, very likelihood that anything that's going to be done to White Cliffs uh, even if it's a bulldozer, uh, is going to come out of CPC funds. So, uh, uh, I, I would, um, I'd like to counter that just a bit. Um, first, um, as much as we've tried, there is not a current plan to spend more on, on White Cliffs. Uh, we talked about it before and it's frustrating, but there isn't really anything imminent that they're going to come in and ask for uh, a million bucks from from CPC, even if they did, we would have to determine where would it be applicable? We've already spent the money to save the building. Um, you would, if you are gonna spend more on the building, it would have to be historic restoration portion. And I don't know that, uh, you know, in, interior electric work qualifies. Uh, so the, the majority of the uh, White Cliffs plan that was posted by the consultant is I think is for things that we ne can't necessarily spend from CPA alone. Um, if there's a, a plan that uh, enhances the grounds and we create a park out of it, and I guess you could get creative, but. Uh, but I thought for, for, for renovation and rehabilitation and those elements, CPC money could be spent when assets are purchased by the CPC. Uh, good point. I don't know that that's accurate. Well, you would you would know better, but I I thought that what if assets weren't acquired by we couldn't spend the money on it, but if it's the same, you know, it's the same thing as you know preservation of historical asset. It has to include electrical because that's what maintains the thing from burning down and. Uh, and makes it usable. It's uh, I guess some, you, I mean, some it's, of this stuff would be slippery slope, you know, ADA right. compliances and things like that. Whether that, you know, that could be also make it make it, uh, you know, available to the public. But I, I just agree with Todd, uh, Todd in a lot of ways. That it's going to be. It's not going to be one million. It's going to be nine million. Um, right. So whether we have, again, if it's $9 million, does it matter if we have 400,000 400, in the bank or 1 million in the bank? I don't know, but uh, it's no, a you're right. I mean, it, should, should we get to that point and there's a project the town can get behind for the next phase of restoration that, that, uh, that, uh, that brings us down a path to using the building again? And then um, you know, we're gonna be bringing a large amount and, and asking to borrow again on CPA, uh, you know, in my vision, but uh, 
I think your your other point is probably more to the point that uh, whether we have uh, 291 in reserves or 91 in reserves uh, this year is, is uh, mostly irrelevant to that bigger picture. Okay, well, I, we've uh, we discussed the, the conservation fund. Um, I think, um, you know- Mr. Chairman, are you looking for a motion? Sure. I would move that we uh, decline to fund the conservation fund request of $400,000 this year. Second. Okay. Good motion and Leslie seconded. We've talked it out, so we'll go for a vote. Any other comment? Very good, all in favor, Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Aye. Sean? Aye. Peter? Aye. Andy? Yes. Clark. Andy Dowd? Yes. Todd. Yes. And me. We're all in favor of declining the con fund request this year. I think it's the right decision. <coughs> Very good. Um, that said, now we're back to uh, the list. Uh, Okay, we go back to the uh, the shutters then. The historical side building shutter restoration, fifty five thousand dollars to add shutters all around the building. Um, I guess the applicability, the eligibility question is answered, and I can, we can debate this. That uh, by adding the shutters back, it restores the building to its old look. Does anybody have a comment on that? I agree with that. We've supported, we we've supported several projects in that building. And I think it's a visible, a visible project. I'm willing to entertain a motion. Uh, if there's no more pre-motion comment, sure. Now you took the screen away. I move <laughs> that we support the, uh, the, uh, Historical Society building shutters at the about fifty-five thousand dollars out of new, uh, new revenue. Revenue. Thank you. <laughs> Is there a second? I'll second. second that. That was Peter. Yes. Very good. So the motion is to uh, support the historical shutters project in the full amount of 55,000. All in favor, Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Aye. Sean? Aye. Peter? Aye. Andy Clark? Yes. Andy Dowd? Aye. Todd? Yes. And me, yes. And that was out of new revenue, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
we have Mike has raised his hand. Mike, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? I can. Yes, I, I just wanted to thank uh, the committee on behalf of the Northport Historical Society for your uh, vote, vote and continuing support for uh, our uh, mission and our uh, project that we're putting forth before you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, make it look good. Mm -hmm. I want to say you did you did a great job on sourcing the shutters and making sure they were authentic, and I think you really did an outstanding job on research. And well, thank you, thank you. Very well. Um, so we said yes to that. Brings us down. We got two hundred seventeen six fifty eight in projects requests. We got one hundred four in revenue. 813 open space reserve, 291 unreserved reserves. Next project was the Acibet Park fencing. This is the uh, replacement upgrade, we'll call it, to the fencing uh, primarily along the streets. As uh, summarizing the project, um, the original Acibet Park program is uh, basically out of money. And uh, inflation being a factor in that, even with a, um, uh, a built-in uh, factor on the project, um, Scott described that they spent through it. So we're trying to make sure when we're all done with that project that it looks nice from the outside. And I think that's really the primary reason for the fence. Uh, we, can, uh, we can justify it for eligibility as a recreation project. Um, it, uh, community support, I guess, would be in the form of uh, those that love the park anyway. Uh, urgency, it doesn't really get a high grade there other than be nice to do it in conjunction with the whole project, but it does not prevent the park from being restored. And affordability, I'll leave it to you members to comment. That said, uh, what, how do members feel about this guy? I'm in favor. Yep, I say we do it. Hello. I'm in favor of it as well. I don't want to piss off Scott, so. They <laughs> should have added we that have, criteria. Yeah, that's a list of criteria. <laughs> criteria. Be the biggest one. Um, Who cares about the town plan, man? Scott's going to come after us, so yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll be plowed in next storm. Yeah. Thanks, Andy Clark. That was probably the best reason I, I support as well, because uh, Scott, you do so much for the town that uh, I guess you're worth twenty grand. Um, <laughs> that falls under applicability, I think. Yes, ma'am. All right. I'll make, a, I'll make a motion for the to fund the Aspect Park fencing out of new money. That was Jeff. Yes. Second. Second, Millie. Very good. All in favor, Millie. Aye. Leslie. Aye. Jeff. Aye. Sean. Aye. Peter. Aye. Andy Clark. Aye. Andy Dowd? Aye. Todd? Yes. 
And me, yes. It's unanimous. You got your phone. When we vote, we are all Irish. Hi. Wow. Hi. Hi. So, Scott, my only re request, if you're still on, is, uh, you know, within reason, um, find a fence that's the most attractive possible. I know you probably <laughs> bid it on your basic chain link fence, but maybe there's some other creative option out there. We'll certainly do our best, Mr. Chairman. I know you will. You always do. Great job. Thank you. All right. So uh, my screen is locked. That's a problem. Okay, here we go. Very good. We knocked out that guy. So we got 197 in projects. We got 84 in new revenue. Still 813 in open space reserve and 291,000 in unreserved reserve. Next up is the dog park design. Now, oh my God, we've been hearing about this for so long. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, if you don't want to go forward with this, um, you do so at your own risk of the dog owners in town. I just have a, a quick question on that. I think that at the end, they said we were going to do five, possibly five, up to five. Five sites? Yeah. Sites. But no guarantee at the end that we would actually have a viable site or a... Um, a guaranteed site to use. Is that correct? Because it still has to be voted. True. And I was uh, confused at first, Millie, myself, and I, I don't mind telling you frustrated. I thought that the dog park had been reviewed internally and with staff and that a, a proposal was made in the past. I thought that they were at the point of knowing which site might best meet the scope and, and be uh, uh, amenable to citizens and, and abutters. But I think that uh, staff is recommending they wisely take a step back, meaning to, unless you evaluate the sites fully and you know what the, you know, what's on those sites, what are the obstacles, and then what's the plan for the park to, to go in those sites, then you can't, you don't have enough information to go forward and, and say, uh, what's it gonna cost? Because this is not the cost of the dog park, this is just design consultants. Right. And I, I get a little frustrated with the amount of consultants, but it, 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 after I read through it and heard the applicants, I felt like they were making a good case that we, we've got to lay out the full plan and criteria. Then you know that, okay, this site really has it all, not to mention the best fit in town or to make, they make that decision. I don't think we make the decision. I believe, uh, you know, rec department will make it, mm -hmm. rec commission will make it, but, uh, then yeah, we got to go again to actually prove money to build it. So I think it's a necessary step. I think Ali's got a great reputation for for projects, and yeah. we'll never know if we don't spend the money to do the study, right? So yeah, that's true. So uh, through the chair, um, Millie, <clears throat> we have a handful of sites. Um, uh, in mind that we've worked with uh, Northborough Unleashed to identify as, as, as possible locations. Um, you know, there's public lands, there's enterprise fund lands, and then there's private lands. Um, the up to five component, um, you know, we may be able to chip off one or two of those parcels very quickly when we have funds and 
and um, uh, uh, <clears throat> the opportunity to go talk to a private landowner. Are you interested in this? They may say no. Boom, we take that one off the list. But generally, you know, generally speaking, when we do have it identified, um, the way the the way the scope is written is um, we do conceptual layouts at up to five, just visioning level stuff, and then um, proceed forward with actual surveying design for the preferred one, which puts us in a good position for um, future funding, whether it be through the uh, the CPA or through a, a, a grant fund, maybe the Stanton Foundation, who funds and dog parks. Right. Does this, does this um, study work with or cover things like uh, regulations or management or any things that will come down the road? Or is that, is there a committee that would be involved? I mean, once we get the study and find the site, is there things we should be getting lined up to continue um, development of the process? If you're, when you refer to regulations, are you referring to the uh, operations and maintenance of the park or uh, citing it relevant to land use regulations? M more operations, maintenance, rules, you a know. Lot, a lot of, I'm sorry, a lot of that is driven by um, the funding mechanism. So, you know, if you get grant funding through the uh, Stanton Foundation, um, you have certain criteria you have to meet um, regarding regulations. Um, you know, you have to have it open to the public. You can't limit it to Northborough residents. Okay. Um, you know, you have certain design criteria that have to be met relevant to dogs. You can't just, you know, put up a six foot rectangular chain link fence and say, go run. Um, you need to have a potable water source. You have to have, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, sally port entrance and exit. So dogs, you know, so it's not a single gate. Um, so a lot of that will vary depending on what, what, what funding source we, uh, we seek for construction. For the building, for the construction. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's down the road a bit. Yep. All right. At least Thank it you. includes a fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it has to. <laughs> okay. That answers that. Thank you. You're welcome. Any other comments on the project folks? Hearing none, does anybody want to make a motion? I make a motion that we appropriate $35,500 uh, from res uh, existing reserves for the dog park design. Andy, would that be the unreserved account? Unreserved account, I'm sorry, yes. Is there a second? A second. Millie? Yep. Any other comment? Hearing none, uh, you're voting on approving the door park design 35-5 and taking it from the unreserved account. All in favor, Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Aye. Sean? Aye. Peter? Aye. Andy Clark? Yeah, yes. Andy Dowd? Aye. Todd? Yes. And me, yes. Go dogs. So I thought, Scott, wasn't it when this presentation was happening, there might be an opportunity for the design to be reimbursed through a grant as well, or is it just a construction that may be uh, a part of a grant? The, um, the Stanton Foundation can, will provide up to $25,000 for design services of a dog park and up to 
$200,000 for uh, $250,000 for construction. So the goal and objective here is to get um, a site done, uh, selected, surveyed, conceptually, uh, conceptually designed with a cost estimate. So then we can go to the Stanton Foundation for future funding. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, is there an average price for a dog park? Ballpark? <laughs> 250,000, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just Believe it or not, there's, there's been a couple of them built uh, locally, one in Millbury and one in Auburn recently that were both funded by the Stanton Foundation. And um, they both, ironically enough, came in under the grant limits. So, yeah, yeah, uh, under 250 is, is kind of the goal and objective. Okay. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, glad we voted that one in. I don't want to hear from dog owners. <laughs> uh, okay, next up is the uh, Senior Center ADA trail design. Uh, as you recall, we saw a nice map of a trail that actually partially exists around the property surrounding the Senior Center. Um, and uh, the trail would be upgraded, uh, providing a surface that would be accessible and uh, markings and so on. Uh, this is a design study, not the build of the trail, but uh, study to, again, dictate everything that's needed. And when you're dealing with ADA, I believe, again, it's a necessary step to have uh, the design study done. Uh, project is uh, supported by the trails committee. They do an excellent job. It has el eligibility under open space and rec. Uh, has large community support, uh, not just the seniors that will go to the center, but anybody uh, can use it. Looks like a good idea. Um, in terms of urgency, not necessarily urgent, just timely. Uh, and I believe it was described that grants are, are going to be available and that's part of the reason for wanting to move it forward. Affordability in terms of the design, not too bad for consultant work, so. That said, any comments on the this project? It's a great project. Perfect location at the senior center. Great use of the land that's there. Great yeah. use of the trail that's already there. I think it's. I think it's great. Yeah. The, um, I I participate in the master plan implementation meetings. Um, one of the things that they've identified through town is uh, improved mobility as well as accessibility. Um, and this would be one of the, one of the only wheelchair accessible trails uh, in the area. Excellent. Good point. Very good. I'll offer, I'll offer a motion if you're ready. Yes, sir. And move that we vote to spend $28,500 for the senior center ADA trail design and take that out of New revenue, that's the correct term. Second that. Is that Peter? Jeff. Jeff, I'm sorry. Motion by Annie, seconded by Jeff. Any further comment? Hearing none, all in favor of uh, approving the ADA trail design and spending from new revenue. Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Yes. Sean? Yes. Peter? Yes. 
Andy Clark. Yes. Andy Dowd. Yes. Todd. Yes. Yes. And yes. It is approved from new revenue 285. Um, and it has come out and very good. We're down to 55 new revenue, 255 unreserved reserves. Uh, and we got one project left, which is the Aqueduct walkway design study. Can I say something about this affordable housing that is nagging at me ever since we've had the conversation? Does it have to be now? <laughs> I think Rick was right. And I think he was being too polite to argue, but I think that 623, negative 623 was assuming that the 127 was being used. So I think the net needed the 716 can't, I think the reserve was our, what he was saying was you're spending money you don't have is I think that 127 was already accounted for in, in that contribution. I could be wrong, but it's been nagging at me ever since we had the conversation. So I just had to say something. It could be totally off base, but I think he was just being too polite to argue with you. And you may have had a point about the way it was presented that maybe it was presented incorrectly. So that's why it came out this way. But if we're trying to support the project fully, I want to make sure we completely understand that. And yes. I'm concerned that maybe we don't. Okay. I understand your concern. I have a suggestion, which is uh, after we, finish the uh, last project aqueduct walkway then i'll go back and we'll put the numbers on the screen that uh, that uh, comprise the nahc funds contribution line I, I put it all in one um and then try to relieve your mind okay thanks yeah and i apologize if i'm raising something that's that's a non-issue i just no, I yeah. think it's, I, I, uh, I'm with you. It's a way, uh, it can be confusing the way we're looking at sheets and numbers and not doing it in person. Uh, no, no problem. But let's, uh, let's go back to it quickly after we do this one. Thank you. Uh, aqueduct walkway. Um, a lot of money. Design study. There's a lot to it. I don't like that it's that much money. Um, but um, much like the ADA trail, um, this supports many of the master plan goals for uh, walkability, uh, potentially provides a new connecting trail all through town. Um, people have talked about it for years. I was moved by the picture when the aqueduct was built that had a walkway on it and back in 1890, whenever that was, mm -hmm. somehow the town abandoned it. So, uh, it it definitely has visibility. It's it's a historic preservation as well, even though we're not calling it that. Um, that's where I, I come from on it. Um, I'm in favor of it, even though uh, I hate the dollar amount. I agree. I'm in favor of it too. I, I think this the walkway on that aqueduct could actually be almost iconic for the town. Mm -hmm. it could be a, it's a really a unique and unusual feature. And it has a added benefit of the connectivity of the trail system. So I would vote for it. I think I the, only, the only thing that makes it 
any in any way urgent is that there is some i guess it seems like there's some momentum in in the outreach of utilities uh so there's or or the and the entities that own i i can't remember the mwra mm -hmm. and and the utilities that 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 to have rights to that thing but otherwise there's there's absolutely nothing urgent about it uh, it's only that maybe there's a, some momentum going in on on that particular you know that people are all lining up in the right way but i don't think there's any any other element that's urgent in terms of still going to be there that's not yeah no the, in the, in the, in the i guess my only question. argument on that would be is that i think that they tried this and sort of looking at it for 10 15 years so it's come up not this far before, so it has momentum. I, yeah, I just think it's never been this far before because there's there's no money besides CPC <laughs> for it. Yeah. So there's never there'll never be anyone else funding it besides us. So yeah, I mean yeah. it's been an open space committee priority for a long time. Uh, a lot of background work from Kathy Jubert um, for and Mia and. Uh, Scott and others, um, you know, trying to see what was, what what was holding it up. Uh, working with the uh, MWRA, you know, a little bit difficult. Um, so, I think there's a, is, there's timeliness to it. Is it urgent to do it in this cycle? Not necessarily, but there's timeliness in the um, the availability of grants. And I think Brian made a good case. Brian Belfort from the Trails Committee that, you know, with with money coming into town, federal money coming in, state money from federal coming into town, uh, the opportunity for infrastructure type of money is out there. And that was a good case, I thought, for uh, moving it forward. Mm -hmm. Any other input? And if not, uh, anybody want to make a motion? I make a motion to Contribute $133,658 to the aqueduct walking design out of new revenue. You have to be unreserved, eh? Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong column. Oh, you can you can split it, right? Because yeah, then we don't have to make a motion to move yeah. funds. Right. We should I, I would recommend the motion spend all the remaining new revenue since we've agreed uh, we passed over a conservation fund. So I'd recommend the motion spend all the new revenue and the rest from the reserve. Um, it, I know so this is confusing to your motion, but I, I'd love to get rid of that 813 and open space reserve since we're spending the reserves. Okay. So it would have to be a three-part motion with some math help from someone. Alrighty then, let's see. <laughs> I got the math. <laughs> got Excel right in front of you. Can I unmake a motion? Millie's like, thanks a lot. Oh, oh my God. God. Give me Millie, the spreadsheet. The, uh, You're killing the me. Amounts, the amounts are the 55,849.14 from existing, from new revenue, the 813 from open space, and then $76,995.86 from unreserved. Okay. I make a motion that we spend 
$55,849.14 out of new revenue, $813 out of open space, and $76,995.86 out of unreserved for the aqueduct walkway design. Last number again, I'm sorry, 76595. 99586. Comes up to 136658. Bingo. Ooh, nice job, Andrew. Thanks for the math help, folks. <laughs> so the motion is uh, spend it from those three categories. New revenue, 813 from the open space reserve and 769986 from Unreserved uh, leaves us a balance in the unreserved of 178. Any further comment? Hearing none, I'll call for a vote. All in favor, Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Aye. Sean? Yes. Peter? Yes. Andy Clark? Yes. Andy Dowd? Yes. Todd. Yes. And John. It is done. Um, all right, guys, we made that work. Now, um, quickly, it's 9.10. We have uh, the review of the affordable money I'm going to do right now, and then we have to approve minutes. And that's pretty much it. So bear with us for just five more minutes here. Um, I'm going to do... Yes. Mr. Mr. Chairman, while you work on your spreadsheet, I just want to thank thank you and the other uh, commissioners for your support tonight. Um, I appreciate it and um, look forward to uh, standing at the mic with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Um, can you still see the screen? Yep. Yes. Yes. All right. What I'm going to do? I'm going to go back through the application. And uh, oh, by the way, we, we still need to make motions that move the money for NAHC anyway. So I'm gonna go through that. Um, I'm still on the call, John, if you need any help with uh, anything. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Rick. I was just gonna ask if you were here. <laughs> Appreciate that. So you heard uh, me accuse you of being polite? Oh no. I'm was, always polite, Leslie. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Okay, so um, there's there's uh, four hundred and fifty thousand in affordable housing money approved the town meeting to grant to the NAHC that has not yet been allocated to a project. Is that right, Rick? Yeah, let's just stop right there. So we sent you a modifying email after the application was submitted that referenced the uh, Habitat for Humanity project at Ching Post Lane that was coming in 20000 under budget. Hey, Rick, no disrespect. Can you help me each time I call it out? Because um, you got it in your head. Where's the 450 coming from? So the 450 was four town meeting warrant articles, 100000 100000 100000 150000 that were all approved, and we've never spent that money. Understood. That's what the 450 then is. Now Which it turns those... out that just bear with me. There was another fifty thousand that we used to have that last year you guys approved 
to go with Habitat for Humanity to, to renovate 24 Hitching Post Lane. Yes. So when we did this memo at that point, we still thought they were going to spend the whole 50000 which left the four fifty. And then I sent you an email about a month ago that said they weren't going to spend the whole 50 they only spent 30 so now that 450 is now really 470 that's that's 20,000 from the 20,000 uh, from the 50,000 from 2015 and then the rest we just went over was 2016 17 18 and 19 okay well if you don't mind habitat yeah. 20,000 extra. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Um, now, uh, not mean to cut you off. Uh, sure. You had an amount remaining from construction of the senior units at Center Drive. Yeah. 569.43? Yeah. Minus 569.43. You had an amount remaining from the uh, demolition, 24, 7.45 and 85 cents. Yeah. Um, That was the extra 20, okay? And then uh, lastly, uh, the, the additional town contribution. No, I missed Wait a minute. You're forgetting the 62,663 and the 65,200. It's in the application. It's just the point of contention here. No, it's the reserve. Yes. Well, if you want to come up to the number that was in that column before, you got to put in the 10% from 2020, 62,663. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, okay. That's those, those two. Yeah, so that should add up to the 623,178,28. Very good. So, um, blowing this up. Look at this column here, project total, NAHD fund contribution that town's already holding, yeah. habitat 20,000, uh, kicked back in, didn't need it. Center drive, 569 money, didn't need it. Demolition, 24,745, didn't need it. Yeah. All available. The reserves voted in at the last two town meetings is 127,863. Yeah. And the town is offering 100,000. That gave us the number of 716,821.72 cents that we used in our evaluation of the project. We accounted for it with highlighting there 230,547 in new revenue, 86 cents. We accounted for it with 127,863 in reserves as part of our motion. And we needed 358, 410, and 86 cents out of the unreserved account to come up with the same amount, 716, 821.72. Thank you for doing that. 
didn't mind at all. Um, is it everybody clear that we've included the reserves in the, in the net amount we needed to vote on? And then we included the reserves in the motion to make the money work. Rick, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. You're, you're satisfied? No, I said if Rick, if Rick is, I'm still. No, but I, 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 I'm sorry, John, because it's already in here to come up. It's already being subtracted from the exactly. total to come up with the 716821. Exactly. And then we're using it to pay. We're using it again to pay for the 76821. It's twice. So exactly. It, you ca you got to remove it from row 32 has to go away. Right? Yeah, it's in the calculation twice. If it's the same money, which it looks like it is the same money. I'm not a mathematician, but, but that's, my, that's my gut. That's what my gut sorry, tells go ahead. me. I'm sorry, go ahead. You're, you're taking it away so that we know what we owe, but then you're putting it back as part of a payment. That doesn't right. seem... It's, it's, yeah, we're paying ourselves twice. Right. Yeah. I think row 32 needs to go away. It was, it was good to yeah. know sort of what we needed in terms of... But if, 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 that, if row 32 is the same as E37, right. then it's, it doesn't make sense. If it's a different 130... So that, that's what I think. I think... But I mean, Rick's the authority on knowing all, but that, that's my impression. And that was what was nagging at me. And I think that was your point in the first place, Rick, wasn't it? Yeah, like I said, I'm not good at math, but it just seemed to me that having that in both places on the spreadsheet was double counting the numbers. I just wanted to make sure that you guys weren't spending money you didn't have. I, I, I would think that that 127,863 is going to be added to the unreserved column and come out of that column E. Yeah. Make this work. So I mean, just to, to, to make sure that I'm completely clear, 32 were the 127,863. That was assuming that we had the 127,863 left in the reserve. You didn't. You don't have that money over in your pot somewhere. It was relying on this money to be here. Right. The only pot that I have from the housing corporation is the 450 plus 20. So the housing okay. corporation has got 470 of money that you guys approved. And the town approved in prior years that we haven't spent. So mm -hmm. I, that's that's real money. And the uh, the uh, stuff about the you know demolition not being done and center drive not being done that's money that was never spent. So that's real money. But when it comes to these two ten percent from town meeting twenty and town meeting twenty one, you when don't have Jason those, yeah. Little said, you know, include that in the amount of unspent money to reduce what the new money has to be. The, the new money, but it's, effect, yeah. that's not that that's not our money that was never given to us. Right. So I think he was saying, take that money out of column E in John's yeah. spreadsheet and exactly. stick it over in column B. OK, I'm glad I mentioned it. So, yeah, so that's, all, the, all the rest of the money in column B doesn't appear anyplace else on John's spreadsheet except in column B. Right. But the 127,863 shows up in two places on that spreadsheet. And I think that causes a double counting to happen. So I think the accurate assessment is you've got to take that out of column E, stick it in G, and your reserve you're going to have left is going to be about 
fifty thousand dollars. No, Fair yeah, enough. you're gonna you're gonna have to I'm gonna have to change the motion so yeah. that to, and because the other ones are mo it's gonna have to the right. amount taken from new res new money and from the housing reserve will stay the same, and the money from uh, the reserve. unreserved account is going to have to change to four hundred and eighty six thousand two hundred and seventy three dollars and eighty six cents. Yeah, it's the existing amount plus that one twenty seven eight sixty three, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay, give it to me again, Andy. Four hundred and eighty six thousand two hundred and seventy three dollars eighty six cents. Okay, I I, uh, I apologize. I think you're all correct, and I think I was. Uh, it's the way that the project kept being presented, uh, with you know adding up the numbers, and this is all we need. And uh, I I, uh, I I jumped the gun by kind of putting it in one number. Apparently, so. Do we uh, have to? Do we have to vote on a modified but, amendment? Uh, I, I think in the future, um, I would only ask the applicant. Uh, the application probably has to get more clearly edited, but we were all kind of running with the, the different numbers kind of coming up and I'm glad that, yeah, we definitely have to do a new motion uh, for these, if, if you're in agreement for these numbers. Uh, and I apologize that uh, I gave the impression it was more affordable than it was. No apology required, John. Mm -mm. I. I, uh, so do I strike my previous motion? I'm, I move to, and then, or do I vote to, uh, do I move to um, amend my- Yeah, amend your motion. I, uh, I move to amend my motion on the construction of affordable uh, senior housing. In that I would like to, the fund, the total of $844,684.72 to be to come from $230,000, Excuse me just for a second, Andy. Yep. So if you're going to take the 127, the, the number, the way this should be done, well, I guess you could do it either way. The way the request was presented is the 127,863 was in column B. But I but guess, John, if you want to zero it out of the spreadsheet, you have to do it this way. I guess the math is going to work out the same way. It's just now. Well, what you you're know, reminding the application was asking for seven sixteen something, and now the, the spreadsheet saying eight forty four. But I can see if you want to. What, what you've reminded us is that the the reserves of affordable housing was one twenty seven eight sixty three. It was part of our our reserves. It was part of our total. I don't care which column you, you put it in. Right. And, you know, and unfortunately, I. I it, it just came from all the different applications that say we only need this much amount because we have all this. And it, you know, that's, that's where I got off on the tangent and put that one number in there. So it's yeah. very clear to me now, you just read across the column, you need three amounts. It's really 844, 684, 72 that we need to, you know, we need to come up with. Right. So, and that, that, that one twenty, we still have to vote to move it out of the unreserved, out, out of the, uh, uh, affordable housing reserve account anyway, regardless, even though it's in there for that purpose, we haven't spent it yet. So it has to be part of this yeah. motion for us to spend it. Correct. So that's, that's what you're talking about, Rick. It's, it's not, it's not automatically spent yet. Right. Right. Yeah, I understand. So, 
basically the way I want to summarize it is if we had this to do over, I the the application from uh for affordable housing would Yeah. Yeah, we Johnny, you and I could have talked about that before the meeting because I wasn't aware of your spreadsheet. So I was just taking the numbers that Jason gave me. Yeah, I understand, he gave, Rick. He gave me those no numbers, so I put them in the application. Yeah, it, it, it's. I'm not blaming anyone. Just, just yeah. moving on. It was, it was complicated. But I think we got the right. I'm, I'm glad you called it out. I'm glad we did it over. I'm, I'm, uh, I regret the uh, the error, but that we got the right items in there. Um, so, had the amended motion has been made. Yes. Second. And was it? Did somebody just say second? Yes, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Um, I want to make a note. Very good. So the amended motors motion by Andy Clark, seconded by Jeff. We're now using 230, 547.86 of new revenue. 127863 from the affordable housing reserves and 486 27386 out of unreserved reserves total of 844 684 which is the net amount that the project requires i think we got it all in favor then uh millie aye leslie Aye. Jeff. <laughs> Sean. Aye. Peter. Aye. Yes. Todd. Yes. And John. Yes. Okay. Glad we got that right. I'll clean up this for the the town. Now, uh, Rick, you still on? Yes. So we need to approve uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, we need to approve the Northboro Housing, Housing Corporation's request that the prior monies from town meeting be used for this project. Is that true? We always vote to. Maybe approve your uh, proposals, correct? Uh, yes. The thing that you might need to discuss with staff is what the warrant article is gonna look like. I had a discussion with Kathy before she retired. She thought that, you know, if she was still here, she was gonna recommend that one warrant article be written that authorizes the use of all of this money so that you guys wouldn't individually come up with a bunch of individual worn articles that added up to 844, six, whatever it is, 684.72, but one worn article will be drafted that would authorize repurposing the habitat, repurposing the center drive money, the demolition money, and the existing 450, as well as, I guess you're gonna have to authorize might have to check with Jason. He told me that he thought you'd have to authorize the two 10%, which haven't been authorized by the town yet either. 
so that in one Warren article, all of that could be done at one time. And I'm not sure if you guys have to individually approve Rick, anything tonight. Uh, Rick, the two 10 percent there, that's the affordable housing minimums put into the reserve account by town meeting. That doesn't have to get reauthorized. It's it's there to be spent. And we've just done it in a motion. So that's OK. Well, Jason uh, told me that that what that money wasn't authorized to be used on the housing authority project. I mean, well, you can check with him, but the information okay. he gave me—I I don't think that that uh, phrasing is is correct. We, the CPC has, you know, is able to use reserves toward the projects that apply to those categories, and we're using it. So I think let's pass by that one. I'll talk to Jason um, on the amounts of money that town meeting already voted on, and town holds for NAHC. That doesn't go to town meeting again. We just had a, uh, you know, per the uh, funding agreement way back, it was decided that CPC would always approve, give you approval first, then you go to ultimately Board of Selectmen and you get those monies approved for the project. Uh, that So we need to, we just have a vote at a meeting and we'll do that right now. But um, the other amounts, Rick, just let me ask you, Habitat gave back 20,000. Did they give it back to NAHC? They just never spent it. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was part of the 50000 that you approved for the 24 hitching post lane renovation, which they're not going to spend. So it's, a, it's just going to sit. Yeah, we approved, but we, we, have, we approved informally to let you use 50000 of money town meeting already gave you, right? And now you're getting twenty back. So it's the it's a, it's a corporation's money, so to speak, correct? Yes. And uh, the center drive unspent money, yes. again, is that the corporation's money or is it in the town? Center drive, it's not the, it's not the corporation's money. It was uh, a $600,000 Warren article to build those four units at center drive. And I was a good guy and we came up $569.43 short of 600,000. And so I called up the accountant and said, I'm gonna write your check. And I sent him a check for that money to, to balance it out. So that's money that now is back in the town's account. Okay. And then uh, the demolition money. That was approved for the housing authority. The housing authority dem demolished that part of the building that was the old senior center. And they didn't spend 24, 7, 45, 85 out of what was approved for the demolition. So that's sitting with the town. With the town or with the housing authority? With the town. Okay, very good. So let's just agree that we'll get with Jason Little to write the Warren article. Yeah. Um, and you might check with him about that 450. Like I said, it might make more sense on the floor of town meeting <laughs> to present the whole 844 for approval as opposed to presenting the 844 minus the 450. If you want to go the, the 450 can be, the 470, you know, talking about now, could be approved by your vote, and then we setting up a meeting with the selectmen prior to town meeting and getting them to also agree to it. And then you could say, you don't have to take that 470 to town meeting, but it's gonna be kind of weird talking about this project with $470,000 of the funding not included in the total. Well, I don't think it's weird because we're, we're gonna present the project that town meeting is only requiring 844 of CPA money. Uh, the fact that uh, the, the project is, you know, it's a housing authority project, let's call it, 
and they're coming up with the other funds from these other sources, we can, we can talk, talk it through and I don't have any problem with that, but it, I think it's more math than is necessary at town meeting just personally. And I, I'm pretty sure the amounts already approved at town meeting for NAHC, uh, it, would you say at town meeting, it's nice that we use these NAHC monies, they can see NAHC is contributing, but it doesn't have to go to town meeting to, to reauthorize that. We just have to, we do it as CPC to you as part of the formality of the funding agreement. So and then, but then we have to go to the selectmen. We have to get the selectmen to also agree. Yes. Yep. To allocate that money towards so, this project. Correct. But that's all we, that's all I want to do now. I, okay. I need a motion. <laughs> I, I need a motion to uh, agree uh, uh, to allow NHC uh, for use of funds previously approved at 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019 town meetings. In 2015, because that 20,000 out of the 2015 money. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Uh, we want to vote to authorize NAHC money previously approved at town meetings 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, in total of 470,000. We authorize you using it toward this senior affordable housing project. Yeah, that's correct. Who so moved so, it? Yeah. So moved. And who so seconded it? Andy Dowd. Sure. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to call for a vote on this. All in favor? Millie. Aye. Leslie. Aye. Jeff. Aye. Sean. Aye. Peter. Aye. Andy Clark. Yes. Andy Dowd. Yes. Todd. Yes. And John. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's all we got to vote tonight. Uh, it's getting late. We're losing it, so I'm not going to belabor too much. <laughs> we definitely got to get with... Uh, Jason Little, we can we can meet by phone. We can do a conference call. Rick, if you want to be included, we just make sure we get the the warrant correct. But I'm comfortable that correcting the error. We know that we needed to vote for eight hundred forty-four thousand six eighty-four, and we did. Yeah, we left ourselves with a paltry fifty-one thousand in reserves. But uh, as discussed before, I believe that we'll find next year that that is an excess of. Two or three hundred thousand, based on the other money not accounted for. Once again, thank you all very much for your support and going through this. I appreciate your forbearance. And Rick, thank I appreciate you, Rick. your uh, your patience with me uh, over shouting you, <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. Uh, but this was the most complicated affordable project that you brought forth. So glad we got through it. Um. We'll blame Kathy. Oh, great. <laughs> All right, quickly, um, I don't want to leave the minutes unapproved till the future meeting because we may not have one for a while. We have minutes from January 27th meeting. That was the uh, second of the public hearings. Um, I'm sure everybody's reviewed it. I have a suggested edit quickly, and it has to do in the uh, front page. Uh, second major paragraph down that says review of available funds. It talks about Mr. Campbell saying things. And um, 
I want it to be a little more clear. Second sentence is the state also released additional reserves. I want to say the state recently released. Uh, to the town received 43%, uh, 29,000 more. There's a semicolon. It is not, I, I, I want to, uh, and it says, it is not factored into this year's budget. I want that to say uh, the additional 29K, 29K is not factored into this year's budget, comma, but will be added <coughs> to the unreserved account for next year. That makes more sense. I make a motion. Hold on. Uh, and one more thing. And in the last sentence, it says, there is also debt surface for White Cliffs, period. 1,534,334 is available for fiscal 23. Uh, I first read that and I thought it was relating to the White Cliffs and I just wanted to clear it up by just saying, um, there will be a total of, or there is a total of, of 1,534,334 available for uh, CPA FY23. I'll write these to myself, but if you heard me, uh, those are the only edits that I needed. Anything else? Could I get a motion to approve the minutes as edited? I make a motion, a motion to, approve to approve the minutes as edited. Gotcha, Millie. Anyone in a second? Second. That was? Andy Clark. Thanks, Andy Clark. Uh, roll call vote to approve the minutes. Millie? Aye. Leslie? Aye. Jeff? Aye. Sean? Yes. Peter? Abstain. I was not present. Thank you, Peter. Andy Clark? Yes. Andy Dowd. Yes. Pod. Yes. And me approved. Thank you very much. Um, I do not see the need to plan another meeting. We have what we need to make the warrants. I'll work with uh, town staff to do that. Uh, we'll leave only open the possibility if there's some tweaking of the numbers again. I think we could either meet at a date before town meeting or just prior to town meeting, whenever that is. Everybody agree with that? Agreed. I agree. Thank you. Would anyone like to keep talking? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> Move to adjourn. So don't we have to close the hearing or? Uh, yeah, should we close the public hearing? Let's a motion to close the public hearing. Second. Can we do a motion to close and adjourn in one? How about that? <laughs> I let me, I amend my motion to a, to a, to close the public hearing and to adjourn the current one. Andy Clark. Second. Welcome to Sean. <laughs> uh, very good. Millie, all in favor? 
Aye. Leslie? I need to think about it. Aye. Jeff? Aye. John? In favor. Peter? You betcha. Andy Clark? Yes. Andy Dowd? Absolutely. Todd? Yes. Thanks, everybody, for your patience. And, Thank uh, you, John. Thanks for Thank you, John. John. Good job. Thanks a lot. Good work, everyone. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank good you, John. Bye-bye.